This is a financial promotion. If you decide to invest, please remember that investment involves risk. Investments can go up and down in value, so you can get back less than what you put in. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance and may not be repeated. Hi, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, My name is Sam Dovey, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Bob Tannehill, from our investment management team here in Guernsey. And on this short podcast, we wanted to share our latest thinking about the unfolding crisis that we are seeing in Eastern Europe with you. I'm sure you'll be keen to understand how we are guiding your portfolios through this current situation. So, Bob, Clearly, a lot has happened in Europe over the last week or so. So how are our team thinking about current events? And have you made any changes in the income balanced or growth strategies that we manage here? Cool. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a bit of a wild week, isn't it? Um, I think uh, I think when we woke up on Wednesday morning and looked at my phone and I saw you know troops invade Ukraine, you thought, oh, okay, we know that. And then you saw, oh no, wait, actually they're attacking the capital. And I think that that really changed the side dynamics quite a lot, and it became clear at that point that Russia was really going to go for the whole country. Um, now. You know, in general terms, this is clearly firstly a you know a big human tragedy, and I'm sure people have got friends and family in the region, and I think it's only fair to say you know our thoughts and, and hearts go out to them at this sort of difficult time. As investors, the bigger question though really is about you know not is situation bad, but is situation better or worse than is currently implied by market pricing. You know, I think if you take something like technology shares, think of, you know, Polar, for example, Sam, mm-hmm. that's down, what, more than 20% from the highs last year? Yeah, about the 8th of December, actually, Bob. And, um, you know, that is a huge move. Um, and actually, while these sort of geopolitical events, you know, are very, very sort of emotive and very, very headline grabbing, you've got to ask yourselves, does that, has it really cut nearly a quarter of the value off, you know, major technology companies? And you know, I think we fair to say the answer is no. And I think in growth, you've taken some action on that, haven't you? Oh, yes. So um, we try to take the emotion out of everything that we do, mm. ultimately. And, and we are very driven by um, valuations and talking to our fund managers. And um, we'd seen that um, parts of our portfolios had fallen quite heavily um, by the middle of January. And more towards the end, we were starting to top up the lights of our existing in- exposures in Fundsmith, GuardCap and Pe- Polar Technology. I think that, you know, makes a lot of sense, really. You know, growth is about the primary objective is long term growth. So uh, and I think from our perspective at this sort of time, it's very easy to look at one side of the coin and worry about risk. But actually, of course, you've got to look at both sides and think about when other opportunities being thrown up by by the volatility as well. So that's a great example. Um, on the flip side, in the more conservative end um, with income and balanced, um, we've been looking at, you know, where potentially are there areas where we could take a little bit of risk off the table, where it's, where it's not going to cost, you know, you clients long-term returns one area we think is quite interesting there is something what we call short-term credit so this is funds like Pictay short-term emerging market corporate bond fund and um, there they've held up really well so far this year the funds down I think about 2.2 the last time I looked mm-hmm. at it and um, but actually we're conscious that if you if this devolves from a sort of known crisis into a real kind of panic and um, then actually these sorts of funds can show a bit more downside and we saw that in, in 2020 with the pandemic and so we felt actually you know here's an area where we can take a little bit of risk off the table it give us some flexibility to go to go adding to bargains if we see them and if we do get a, a big drawdown from here you know we've, we've reduced the impact of that on the portfolios yeah. without costing us too much return because as I said you know the normalization the cost of it rebounding is, is relatively limited yeah I mean I think your clients are very focused on 
you know, looking at how much things fall, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, as you come towards the more conservative end, it felt like the prudent the prudent move from our side. Yeah. Um, in income also, just to add to that, we've also added some US Treasury bonds. You know, so if we do see this move from a kind of cri- a sort of known crisis into a panic, hopefully they see those do a bit do well as well, which is good. And actually, they've sold off quite a lot. So, you know, getting sort of almost 2% yields on US government bonds, mm-hmm. you know, felt like quite a nice place to be. Really. And they've acted quite well over the last few days when, when you know... Yeah, yeah in the darkest days. The peak uncertainty... <laughs> <laughs> turned yeah. into more certainty they they definitely did their job yeah exactly and so that was that's really pleased to see and that's obviously important to keep an eye make sure things are doing what you expect them to do big big part of the job <laughs> um in terms of thinking about the more medium term you know it's really important times and not to get overly fixated on the short-term issue and to remember kind of the longer-term trends that we're trying to sort of to, to work with here um, I know that Kevin is re- did a recent article on this conflict, and you know if you've not read it, it's, it's really worth a worth a read. But one of the highlights from there, sort of spoiler alert, um, is that you know energy prices it could have a longer term impact on energy prices and of course inflation as a result, um, and that really plays back to one of our medium term themes, which is what we're calling navigation portfolios, trying to being conscious that the post pandemic world might not look like the pre pandemic world, um, and as a result we might need to move portfolios um, into be a slightly different shape to what we've seen in recent years and we've been doing this for a while I mean you added Lazard to growth a number uh, of years ago oh yeah back in 2017 because yeah. we know that it acts slightly differently compared to our traditional more quality growth type of managers like the Fundsmiths and the guard caps of the world yeah exactly I think that's a great example so this isn't something new no we've no been no thinking about it for a while and uh, we're incrementally making more changes um we saw uh Polar UK added uh, a year or so ago now Yes, right, right. Um, towards the beginning of 2021, um, you know, and it was put into both balanced and, and the growth strategies. And then we've also been looking at sort of how we can more generally reduce inflation sensitivity, but also um, build, see if we can find assets that, that meet our quality criteria, but actually do benefit from a bit of inflation. And um, a change that's going on literally as we speak and talk here um, is to rotate some money um, in income and balance towards a EM value manager. So um, clients might see a contract note for Prusik landing in their inboxes in the near future. And that's all about bringing those cash flows forward, right, Bob? Exactly, yeah. You've got real assets. You've got really strong cash flow generation. You've got nice cheap multiples. That's actually a really positive thing. If we are going to see higher interest rates, higher inflation, we still think they can deliver really interesting returns. And At really attractive valuations. Yeah, I love a good valuation. Um, I mean, the, and then sort of to really kind of bring it together, the overall message from our side that we want to sort of just throw out there is that, you know, this is clearly not a great development for the world. Um, but actually, it's not the first novel crisis we've seen in recent history. You know, we had a pandemic two years ago. Um, and unfortunately, it's not going to be the last. You know, markets are one big chain of novel events. Um, and ultimately, that's what we're here for, you know, to keep an eye to track these events, to understand how markets are pricing them into different assets and to try and make sure we're looking at both sides of that coin on on your behalf. You know, where are the opportunities thrown up mm-hmm. by short-term panic, but also where are the risks that need to be managed? And so, you know, that's what we're here to do and, and to help guide your portfolios through these kind of issues. And of course, one of the things we, we pride ourselves on at Ravenscroft is being accessible. So, you know, if you do have questions, please, please, please feel, give us a call. The team are here. You know, hopefully we're all, we're all friendly, nice people. And um, yeah, no, we're always welcome, always happy to have a chat. Yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely right, Bob. I think, you know, being able to adapt in an ever-changing environment is key mm. and keeping our clients, you know, up to date with, you know, potential opportunities 
um, as well as those risks, obviously, I always look at the opportunities because <laughs> it's growth, um, you know, is of paramount importance. Yeah. And, you know, we, we are here to help. Yeah, exactly and um and well hopefully you like the podcast format um we're, we're always tracking how many numbers we get and to see uh, see how many people listen but um we'd like to be the top ones <laughs> hopefully you find this useful and said yeah anything give us a shout